welcome to another episode of Bible Studies for Life Students. We are in the quarter of When Emotions Rise. We are in the third week, and this week we are studying celebrating joy. Joy, to me, is the pumpkin spice latte of the winter season. I see joy written on everything. So, Jeff, tell us a little bit about what we're studying this week. What's our passage? Yeah, so I guess before we dive in specifically to the passage, let's talk about this idea of joy that you just uh, appealed to pumpkin spice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Joy, I think sometimes we as followers of Christ, even if we're familiar with the idea and with our Bibles and the the things that the Bible has to say about joy, sometimes we struggle to um, understand very clearly in our minds what that is. Joy is an emotion. It's a lot like happiness, um, but whereas happiness is based on, quote, unquote, what happens. Sure. and, And by the way, hap we're most familiar with that idea through the, the term happenstance. It means purely by chance. Mm-hmm. So our happiness is based on chance according to what happens in our lives. Joy is the same exact thing without the chance. It's mm-hmm. it's the emotion that's founded on God's good gifts to us and more specifically based on an eternal perspective. Happiness is temporal, earthly. Right now. Joy is eternal because we know that God's got forever. us forever. Sure, yeah. sure. So uh, the passage, we're looking at Psalm 95, 1 through 3, and then Luke chapter 2, the the Christmas story where the angels come to the shepherds proclaiming that the Messiah has been born. Um, The the main point today is that we can experience great joy because Jesus saves. So the psalmist talks about the fact, let us shout joyfully to the Lord. Um, That's a natural response, the joy in our lives, in our hearts overflowing as expressions of praise to God because of his salvation in our lives. And we can see this very clearly in the lives of the shepherds. Now, one thing, Andrew, that's particularly interesting about this passage is I think we would probably expect the angels, when God sent the angels to deliver the message that the Savior has been born, we would naturally be inclined to think that the angels would come to the religious leaders or to sure. the politically powerful of the day, influential people, nobles, but that's not the way it worked out. Um, many scholars believe, and though in times past, like for instance, the Bible doesn't teach that Abraham was a shepherd, but it does teach that he was uh, rich in livestock as well as silver and gold. I believe that's in Genesis chapter 13, if I'm not mistaken, when he and Lot separate. Anyway, that's all for free. But, you know, he was he was a herdsman. He was, in a sense, a shepherd, and he was highly esteemed. But by the time that Jesus enters the scene, shepherds, their whole reputation had changed, and many scholars believe that they were seen as dishonest. They were seen as, like, dirty, rotten scoundrels. They were likely outcasts from the culture. So that the angels came to them is not just not the nobles, but it's the right. lowly in society. And their response upon receiving that news was, first of all, fear at the presence of supernatural beings right. in their midst. But then it was to to worship. They went and worshiped Jesus, and then they left proclaiming the the praises of the one who had come to save to anybody who would listen. And joy leads us to respond that way. So regardless of our circumstances, we can still have joy. Right. What is some good practical tips? Yep. So we just talked about the ways that the shepherds responded. The practical question I want us to focus on today is how does sharing your faith 
reflect the good news of great joy. Mm. The shepherd's natural response was to share with others because when we experience something super special like a great pumpkin spice latte Come on. <laughs> or a biscuit love biscuit or a great steak or whatever it is, our team's winning the championship. When we experience good things, the experience is made that much richer by our sharing it with others. Uh, true joy in our lives can't be kept to ourselves. It will overflow. And if we're sharing our faith, then that's an indicator that we understand the joy of Jesus in real ways in our lives. But if it's not overflowing, then we need to ask ourselves, is that joy really present? Salvation leads to joy, and it will overflow. Well, Merry Christmas to everyone. Uh, We will be praying for you this week, and we will see you next time.